It's 9 a.m. The signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Going to be a great show. Uh, seven days to go, Greg Tucker. And Marty Luffman came in uh, to. Um, well, I thought he came what? in. I thought he came in because it's my last day and he wanted to be here as part of it. But actually, he just wanted to come in and gossip with you. We, we've got some great gossip this morning. Uh, the Murfreesboro Post is here, and I'm hearing gossip that I would almost never hear before. Yeah. And, I, and I absolutely love it. Uh, uh, well, you ought to say something about President's Day. This is President's Day. George Washington? And, and some other guy together. Wait a minute. I thought it was George Washington's birthday. That's what we always did. They're consolidated. Oh, really? Yeah, two presidents. Well, George Washington and whom? Bill Clinton. Who? Bill Clinton. Who was that? <laughs> he has a birthday somewhere. I don't know about. It. I don't know about it. Oh, the one uh, that uh, the, the one that's got a wife named uh, Hillary. Is that correct? Yeah, I remember him. It, I'm not going to even get into that conversation. But it is President's Day, which means the banks are closed. So the rest All of, of the banks are closed. Do they have to close? I don't. City know. offices, state offices, county offices. Yeah. George Washington would not like that. I can tell you. Yeah. He was a man's man. You know, when George Washington was running the the war, the Revolutionary War, his mother yeah. fought against him, and she wrote letters to England telling them what his plans were. He had to quit confiding in her. Then she wrote letters to the American Congress complaining that she had no place to live that was decent. She had no food whatsoever. And George Washington was a sorry son, and she needed help. Sounded like she was a sorry mother to me. What a traitor. Yeah. We, yeah. Ought, to, we ought to introduce Marty a little better. This is Marty Luffman, my counterpart in Smyrna. Mm -hmm. I consider him my Smyrna yeah. resource, Smyrna historian. Uh, and he's got all kinds of weird anecdotes that uh, I've never heard before, like yeah. George Washington's mother. But <laughs> it is President's Day. And I wanted, let me work in a little local history because mm -hmm. my role is supposed to be local history. Okay. Tomorrow, for those people who are interested in emancipation history, mm -hmm. tomorrow is the most important day in Tennessee. And most people don't realize that. Uh, we, were, we were not affected by that. We were we were very much affected by the anniversary tomorrow, the 22nd of February. Yeah, but we weren't affected by the emancipation. The uh, well, if you let me back up and let me go forward, then from there, the emancip <laughs> the so-called Emancipation Proclamation yeah. had yes. an exception. Yes. 
it said uh, those states in rebellion, uh, the slaves are going to be freed, except in Tennessee. And the actual language, literally, if someone would take and pull the copy of the proclamation, mm -hmm. and when you look for it, remember, it doesn't have a title on it, Emancipation Proclamation. The word emancipation never appears in the text or in the title yeah. of the Lincoln's proclamation. Uh, the proclamation was a war measure. Uh, but for reasons that aren't absolutely clear, in the text of the proclamation, it says this applies to all states in rebellion except Tennessee. Mm -hmm. It goes on to say the circumstances in Tennessee are not in any way changed by this proclamation. Everything remains as it was. So for another two years, it was still legal. Uh, slavery was still legal in Tennessee, yeah. in Rutherford County. What happened is in uh, January 1865, two years after the Lincoln's proclamation, mm -hmm. uh, our governor called a constitutional convention. And the delegates to the Constitutional Convention in January 1865 wrote a new constitution outlawing slavery. Yeah. The uh, convention, though, can't implement the new, new constitution. It has to go through a referendum. The day of the referendum was February 22, 1865. Mm -hmm. And on that day, the voters of Tennessee adopted the new constitution. And Tennessee became the only state in the United States, and certainly in the old Confederacy, mm -hmm. to, by its own action, eliminate slavery in the yeah. state. That was not the real end overall, though. The uh, uh, Lincoln's proclamation did not affect the states such as Kentucky, Maryland, uh, a couple of others, where there was slavery but they were not part of the Confederacy. It wasn't until the 13th Amendment was adopted that uh, actually ended slavery. But as far as Tennessee is concerned, February 22nd, co coincidentally Washington's birthday mm -hmm. date, uh, is the day that slavery was outlawed, ended in Tennessee, and was done by the voters in Tennessee rather than by action by military or whatever. But I'm not aware of any observation, and I would encourage our uh, counterpart, the Afro-American Society here in Rutherford County, the Afro-American Historic Society in Rutherford County, to take note of that day. Yeah. And uh, I think that some observance would be appropriate by whatever group. You know, I have said before, I'll say again, though, this is Black History Month officially. I don't like this white black history. No. We're all citizens of the same state, same county, same country. Obviously, some people specialize their historic research study on certain things. But uh, the suggestion that there's a separate black history, separate white history, I'm uncomfortable with that. Uh, but, yeah, we're all together. We're a country yeah. together. It is not supposed to be separated with ethnic groups or anything like that even though it has but i've always wondered if they have uh those things that it, it names states that are part of the emancipation these groups weren't the only states that had slavery as we know 
Yeah, I and, and even in the northern states, they had a, a well, heavy amount of slavery. As of 1865, the end of the war, Kentucky, Missouri, Delaware, and Maryland were still slave states. Yeah. Still had the laws permitting and still had slavery. Uh, the 13th Amendment, which came about after the end of the war, really is what ended slavery throughout those states. Yeah. Uh, but Tennessee can claim, if anybody wanted to, the only state, the only population to act on its own to end slavery. Marty's gone to sleep. How long were you talking? I'm not sure. I had, about I halfway through, I started hearing a snore. No, no, I was absorbing everything he said, and I have to look like I'm sleeping to take all that in. Did you? Yeah. I called, I called Marty last week. I've kept up with Marty since he yeah. had an accident. And uh, we've reported on it. And there's been quite a bit of comment uh, yeah, about there has. Uh, uh, yeah. Marty and his comeback. But I called to see what kind of report I could give on him. And I reminded him that this is my last time on the Truman Show unless lightning strikes next week and you stay with it. Uh, and he said, your last time, well, I want to be there. And I'm yeah, flattered. I'm flattered at Marty, who uh, has an entourage at delivered. What you call it? Your handlers? Yeah. Got it all together. So he's sitting here at the table with us today. Yeah. And uh, even brought in his media representative to, uh, to document the event. Marty, how are you doing? Give us a little bit of a feel for how you're I'm doing. doing. I'm doing much better than... They anticipated. Uh, they, they, your professionals, doctors. Yeah, yeah they, they gave me a, lot, a very optimistic view of what I had for the future, but it was too slow for me. Okay, so I got the equipment that they were using in the um, rehab centers, and I got it at home. And so I've got a, a, a guy named Joe Anderson and Alva Ray Rawls. And we do the exercises that they were doing at the rehab. But we're much more aggressive at home. Than, well, you're, you're coming were. back from a spinal injury, among other. Well, and uh, you're way ahead of schedule is what you're telling us. That's right. I am ahead of schedule. It's... Um, I go in uh, Wednesday for another MRI. They're gonna they're gonna check my neck out, which was broken real bad. It mm-hmm. tore the spinal cord in two. Now that's a miracle in itself, because once they got in and operated on me, the doctor that was doing the uh, putting the neck back together and reattaching the spinal cord, he found a vein that had been broken in two it was just torn two and it was just hanging there and after the surgery was supposed to last two hours and it ended up lasting um maybe eight nine hours wow bless your heart and they had to bring in some other doctors to work on it but he came and visited with me after the surgery and he said, I've seen something with you that I've never seen in another patient. He said, you're on blood thinners because you've had the heart attacks several years ago. And he said, but you had 
a huge blood clot in that vein mm. and had it not tore in two it would have probably gone to your heart or your lungs or whatever oh my god he said the vein tearing in two is what probably saved your life from that wow but so yeah. in some ways it was kind of a miracle yeah that's what he called it yeah well bless so. your heart You've been through a lot, uh, it was but a, I've always thought of you as um, a, an old Western type person, maybe in the 1880s or something like that. You, you, you've lived your life that way. You, I pretty much have, yes. I, I call him a troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. But, but yeah, I've always enjoyed the Old West, and I've always enjoyed the history of the Old West. And and then I met I met him, and I followed him. I bought all his books, and I read when all When he said him, he pointed he pointed at me, so you know who the him is. Yeah, yeah. Greg. I'm yeah. sorry, <laughs> but I've always followed Greg. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, it was just I don't know. It was just uh, something I needed to do to learn more. So, you know, years ago, the Department of Interior invited me to rebuild the Natchez Trace Horse and Hiking Trail. Yeah. So I did that, and I learned so much history there. It was just, it was more than you can imagine. I kept a diary on it, and then the Department of the Interior said, can we have your diary so we, we can record all this? Mm-hmm. Well, they took my diary and all my notes and all the people I'd had out there helping me. And then when they had the grand opening, the ribbon cut and the dedication and everything, I noticed I wasn't invited. Uh-oh. So there was another group out there with the Natchez Trace. I don't know whatever they were. Uh, and they took credit using my notes for building the trail. I spent three years out there on that trail, and not one person except uh, George Heron, the main ranger, he did tell me how much he appreciated everything I did. Well, I hope you learned to publish your own books from then on. Yeah. It's, yeah he, he, sounds like, he sounds like Buffalo Bill, doesn't he? Everything bit. was going Buffalo's way until things started but turning you, on. You would not believe how much negative stuff I learned about the Natchez Trace. There was a lot of bad things happened on the Natchez Trace. Mm. Yeah, they had pirates coming up from Natchez, and they would rob people on the Trace. Now, the very first postmaster we ever had was on 2nd Avenue in downtown Nashville. And the first mailman we ever had was a 13-year-old orphan. Wow. And he could make it from 2nd Avenue to Natchez, Mississippi in four days. Now, four days? Four days. Now, we had at the Duck River, we had uh, Indians that handled the ferry going across the river. Well, they took a liking to the young postmaster, okay? And so they, they sent word down the trace do not mess with him. You let him go through. Well, he never had a bit of problem. 
but he did report a lot of stuff he saw on the trace. Mm -hmm. A lot of it was robberies and murders and everything else. So what they did is they started hanging these pirates from trees beside the trace as kind of a warning. You know, we catch you, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do something bad. But what was interesting is how Frank James used to go over there and have dinner with this one particular family. Now he, he visited there quite a bit and how do I know this is because the granddaughter of the family he would eat with, mm -hmm. she was working with, not working with me, but she would talk to me and walk with me while I was on the trace. And she told me some of the most remarkable stories you ever seen. Mm. All of now, which are in your notes, right? Everything. The, the Department of the Interior took my whole book. <laughs> yeah, that was a big mistake. I don't believe... I don't believe you can really trust the government anymore. It's just my opinion, you know, based on that. I think that's a, an opinion that's widely followed. It is? I guarantee you. So I'm not the first person to no, think that. No, You know, we have so many things going on, and people study what's wrong with the things that are happening, and the, the odd thing is we never get the truth out of it. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's there for specific reasons that uh, give advantages to others, and and that's the sad thing. So well, while we're talking about publications and books, let me do a commercial. Why? Why? Because I've got a new book out. Oh, uh, available for the first time. Uh, do you need? Is, do you need yeah, it? Yeah, it's a Rutherford Black Sheep. And is about uh, my father and a couple of his buddies who ended up in the South Pacific and were part of the Barney Tucker. Yeah, part of the campaign, mm -hmm. and one of the one of the Lytles mm -hmm. uh, and several others ended up in this campaign through the South Pacific. And uh, the Black Sheep Squadron is featured in particular. Uh, the book is now available uh, over at Hooper Supply. It's available at the Hooper Supply over there next to Cannonsburg. It's available uh, at the Country Gourmet on East Main. And on Saturday mornings, the Rutherford County Historic Society has an inventory, and they're available there. Uh, well, talk about Smyrna, because we're going to get the depot, and you'll have your book down there. Yeah, uh, well, the Rutherford County Historic Society has a meeting tonight. Right. And uh, I hope you'll be there. I'm going to give it my best. Good. Uh, I will be on my way out of out of state, and we'll miss it. But uh, if you're there, I hope you'll say something about the book being available, the new book. And uh, I think anybody who's interested in aviation history or the history of the war in the South Pacific uh, would really yeah. appreciate uh, the content of the book. Because not only is it about my father's experience and his buddies, but I tried to give enough. Well, like, for instance, we have some maps that are reproduced in there, mm -hmm. which are not available anywhere else. They're actual what the pilots had when they were, when they were in the air down there. And uh, a lot of detailed information about uh, uh, what's not been printed before came yeah. out of. Uh, and I spent 25 years putting it together, not counting the conversations that we had before my father's death and uh, I'm proud of the book 
did it almost as a family labor of love. Yeah. But I think people appreciate it. And uh, Are you going to be able to do some book signings at the library here or somewhere here in, in that, Rutherford County? Yeah, that'll probably be a couple yeah. of weeks out. That, that's what a lot of people locally would love. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna uh, in fact, I've got I've got one with your signature on it. Yeah, and I'll be it, glad. It, remember that I give these books to the Historic Society, so they're theirs to sell, and any profits uh, go to the Historic Society. Uh, so, uh, I encourage purchases first because I think it's worth it. It's a good book, but otherwise, uh, let's support the Historic Society. Uh, they pay for the printing, and I want them to recover what uh, what they put into it. So let's help them out. Basically, what, it's a labor of love, wasn't it? Uh, I think all the books I've written are because I love this county and the history yeah. of the county. Uh, this one in particular has got an awful lot of my own family in it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a fair characterization. Yeah. And what day are we going to be in Smyrna? Well, why don't you talk about the plans for Smyrna? <laughs> We're going to coordinate uh, our historical with uh, the very first farmers market at the at the depot in Smyrna. Are you talking about the historic society? Correct. Going to have a Saturday afternoon Saturday session morning. there. Saturday morning session there. All right. At when, the, when is that going to be? I think it's the twenty-first of May. Sound Are right. you going to invite me? I'm sorry. Well, I won't. I won't. Well, see, there you go. You just hit it right on the head. With me retiring next Tuesday, nobody's going to know the, who the you name, are. The name will be gone forever. It sure will. Yeah, we'll forget I mean, about him in a month or so. I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, it, it's it's kind of relaxing to even think about that. I have people, uh, and Greg does too. When we're sitting at a table, people will be listening, and none of them know what who we are. And but as soon as we start talking, and they hear the sound, they say, "Y'all are on the Greg Tucker show, aren't you?" Right. Yeah. Which is amazing. <laughs> uh, you have a distinctive voice, I'm sure. So, of all the years that you've been doing this, what was your favorite show? Gosh, I couldn't say a favorite because, to be perfectly honest, and I like to be honest, every I love everybody that's been on the show. Of course, Greg has been on the longest of of, of all the, the groups, and we became fast friends, uh, his family and myself. And um, but it's been amazing how many wonderful, just absolutely. Uh, gifted people that we've had in this community over all the years uh, many of us our families go back through many generations and the people here you can tell by the ones that are here now that uh, uh, we had uh, a place where a lot of um, special gifted people have their through the bloodlines have grown all the way through here I'm gonna have the uh, uh, DAR ladies on real soon and uh, you think about it all the things that they've covered 
about our country and, and the, the area that we live in. It can't be matched anywhere else. That's why people are moving here, uh, Marty, and and they're coming so fast into this community because they want to live in a place like, you know, you see on television where people lived back in the the in the early 1900s and on up, and they want that kind of lifestyle, and you can't yeah. find it anywhere else. But no, here. you can't. And it's 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 amazing, and that's what I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss the people that uh, that uh, I have had a great friendship with over all these years, and it started for me back uh, actually when I was uh, born, and all of those people I've grown up with for all of those years, and uh, it's just it's just amazing. And Greg, see, Greg came back from Washington, and he had been up there with with one of the top uh, legal firms. Right. And Mentory Ed, uh, uh, he, uh, his wife w was part of the. Um, what she like for me to say? What she want me to say that? Well, she was part of the Reagan administration. Yeah, very, very much a part of it. Yeah, uh, and, she and, had she had the highest security clearance of anybody in the country at the time. Uh, but uh, she's insisted that uh, she's not going to be a guest on the Truman Show because she doesn't like to. She's the sweetest lady that she you ever run into. She is a doll. Yeah. But as far as Reagan administration, when he came to Nashville, and I think he was the sheriff at the time, mm -hmm. uh, I was invited to be part of his entourage. They wanted me to be a driver in his one of the cars oh what an honor <laughs> yeah so i was truly honored and then uh you messed up you should have ridden horses you, uh, you remember he was in a lot of great westerns yeah. over the years mm -hmm. and you you and ronald reagan on horses with your uh, 45s on your hips now that was pretty special that would have scared yeah. russia to death yeah <laughs> not only is reagan a trigger happy look who he's got with him Putin would be running right now. But the Secret Service came to you to ask what kind of guy I was. Yeah. And, and I said, don't trust him. Right. Yeah. Well, they, they, didn't, they didn't go with Cause, that. Because he'll be shooting quarters that he's throwing up in the air. <laughs> well, they, they went ahead and used me in the Secret Service group. And uh, so I had a high, like your wife, I was given a good security clearance and a lot of your deputies at the time came by the office while they're doing patrols yeah and said who are you who are you really <laughs> and then the, they went to the smyrna police department of course and they asked mm -hmm. and then the officers there are going why does he need secret service clearance you know what's going on with this guy well, anyhow, my level of respect went up a couple of notches. <laughs> oh, so you did better than one of our officers. Now, I'm not going to mention his name, but he, he, he was one of the best fellows you ever run into and very bright. And uh, he, uh, he did not like uh, one, of the, one of the presidents. It, it wasn't Reagan, but he was very uh, aggravated with them. And they had the Secret Service pick him up and take him away from the square till all the festivities were over with. That's back when they did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Knew what was going on. Oh, 
I love the history around here. You can't you can't match it anywhere. And before we take our break, let's make a comment about last Saturday. Two things. Number one, on February nineteenth, many years ago, the Battle of Iwo Jima began. Oh, hey, the, the losses there were incredible, but yeah. uh, Iwo Jima became the symbol of the United States Marines in many respects. Yeah, and uh, it just. I always feel like I ought to acknowledge things of that sort. When they raised the flag yep. there yep. At, at, at Mount Sarabachi, right? Uh, I still get goosebumps. In fact, yeah. uh, that, I have tears flowing because well, not yeah. only was that a great victory at a major cost, but the the Marines there were they were just outstanding. On that, on that uh, island. Well, if you want something really to move you when you visit Washington, D.C., the Sunset Salute over at Iwo Jima Monument yeah. will really give you a flutter. Yeah. And uh, uh, I can't tell you the schedule, but I think it happens every day. It really does. Uh, the other thing about Saturday we ought to mention is that we had a good time at a ham breakfast. And it's been a long time coming. Yeah, Kittrell Volunteer Fire Department has started up again with their breakfast. Yeah. And you and I commented on it's probably the biggest crowd we've ever seen there. You literally couldn't get to the coffee because of the crowd standing around. What was going on with all the signs on everybody? I don't know, but it sure produced a crowd, didn't it? Boy, it did. And uh, I got... Ended up with more paper piled up in front of me than I knew what to do with. But, yeah. Uh, some nice pictures, too. People look better on printed posters sometimes than in for real. Well, Laverne had their ham breakfast a couple of weeks ago, and I'll bet you the same people at Kittrell were at Laverne's. I wonder why. It's just, I don't know, it's just that time of year when people want to get out socialize say hi shake hands and kiss pass, babies and pass out women pass out literature <laughs> oh i hadn't even thought about that yeah yeah a lot of that going on sure was do we need to take a break i don't know well, it's your show it's well, let's, about time. Let's skip it's, 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 since it's your last show I think they ought to let it just keep on going. Well, I think we ought to just skip the break and just go right on. Let Marty tell us another story. <laughs> okay, I can tell you another story. Black History Month. Okay, this is not a good story. This is something I learned over there on the Natchez Trace. And, you know, the Natchez Trace went from Natchez all the way to 2nd Avenue in downtown Nashville. Went the other way, I think. Went from Nashville to Natchez. It went left or right. I can't remember whichever side you're standing on, you know. But it went from Nashville to Natchez. Now, there was a big issue over a post office going up either in Hillsboro, Tennessee, down there, or Hillsboro, or Nashville, or Franklin. Mm -hmm. So it got down to Hillsboro down there on the Natchez Trace in between Franklin. And then when the post office got down there, they said, wait a minute, we got two Hillsboroughs. Y'all are going to have to change your name. Well, there was a, what, Captain James Leeper and his family was living in Nashville. He was killed by the Indians down there on Broad Street around 4th Avenue. And his wife just went hysterical. She's, 
he had his brothers there with him and their wives and children and she said i'm not living in nashville it's the most evil town you could ever imagine she said it's just evil you get me out of here so the leapers all moved to the new hill of uh, the hillsboro well when they got there and this town had to change its name it became leapers fork mm -hmm. the fork was the divide in the river the uh, you've just explained one of the mysteries in nashville and that is how come hillsborough road doesn't go to hillsborough well, it the old road did. And that's right. 431, Old Hillsborough Highway. Hillsborough Pike, yeah. Hillsborough Pike. Used to go to a town named Hillsborough, which is now Leapers Fork. Right. And, and they were running away from the violence in Nashville. The Leapers were. You know, when I was four years old, my mama took me downtown Nashville and there was a killing in front of us i was four years old and i saw it a man killed his wife jeez well it's still going on today now i got now a lot better yeah people are moving out to the rural like you're talking about and they're looking at smyrna and, and smyrna of course is one of the most well-run it is towns it's, it's a probably, great town it's it's got the the best tax rates you know you got all kind of amenities restaurants just about everything you would want with a small town atmosphere where do the uh, keys to the city what does those fit is there anything i can go there and and uh, utilize there's a vault in Mary Esther's office, uh -huh. and that key will open the vault. Go try it. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin wouldn't like that, would he? <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, that was one of the biggest honors I've ever had in my whole life was being given the key to the city of, of Smyrna. And that was so special because I've always loved Smyrna. It, it's, oh, it's, the most, it's maybe the most historic um town as far as you you look at the base there and um, what it meant to us for over all the years and then when it left everybody said smyrna was going to die and it just it just e even got more speed and continued upward in success it was that's, amazing that's one thing about smyrna at one time as you i think you gave me an assignment greg how many horse race tracks do we have in Smyrna? <laughs> well, I knew of one, but I found out later we had like five horse race tracks in Smyrna. Mm -hmm. At one time, the what became the Kentucky Thoroughbred was bred up there at the plantation that uh, became the Seward Air Base later. Yeah, yeah, they were. Was breeding. that Goochland? Yeah, Goochland. Okay. The Gooch family were raising and breeding racehorses. You're not old enough to remember old Jefferson, are you? No. Uh, not old Jefferson, but right after I come. I was in college when I think when they bulldozed yeah. Jefferson down. That was, that was a great place to go and have fun. I was a protester back in those days. Oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. Big time. 
Uh, if you were going to destroy history, I was oh. going to fight you on it. Oh, right. He's one of those get in front of the bulldozer, you know. I yeah. did that. And yeah. burned. Um, I think it's an Exxon station now or where the life carriers. We had um, the uh, County Line restaurant, and right behind it was an old plantation home. Hmm. Well, somebody told me they were going to bulldoze it down. So, I don't know. I couldn't have been more than 20, 21, 22. Well, I went over and got in front of the bulldozer and said, you're not going to bulldoze this down. Hmm. Well, they didn't know what to do with a protester like that back in those days. Yeah. I think today they just run over them. But they stopped and rethought it and talked about it. And in the meantime, I called Channel 4 News and said, I'm not going to let them bulldoze out of that. Well, Channel 4 News interviewed me and it went live. Well, then most of the Laverne was down there that day. Mm-hmm. But we still had to let them bulldoze it down. Why did you call Channel 4 News? Well, I liked the Ralph Emery show. <laughs> and, and Sharon Pocket was on there. And I was really hot for her back then. <laughs> There's a candidate. Does that answer your question about Channel That's 4 That's a typical 20, 21-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I don't know when I've ever turned on Channel 4. Well, I watch most five because I like those TV shows where good guys shoot bad guys. And there's a lot of that on Channel 5 now. No, it is not. It's on grit. You, hey. do, you, do you not have, do you not have, Greg and I have TVs where we don't have to pay anything. Oh, we have the antennas. I have an antenna. I do not have subscription TV. Grit has changed, and I'm really disappointed in it. I really am. Still, still, you've got the old Western movies. It's almost all Western. They used to play Westerns from the TV series from the 30s and 40s and 50s, and they changed the format. You had TV in the 30s. I didn't. <laughs> we we had you, it. In you the believe place. that it was out there somewhere? Because I've got a picture of me and my dad. I'm sitting in his lap. He's drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon beer, and we're watching one of those square TVs. Well, that was later. Originally, they were round. Yeah, you're right. Grandmother and Granddaddy had the round one. The round. What was uh, the movie theater in Smyrna when you were young? I don't know the name of it. It was over there on. Uh, Front Street, yeah, but it was a, a unique because it had a uh, it had a place to live upstairs in mm-hmm. it, yeah, and and it was right next to the fire hall where a good friend of mine, Anna King, you know her, mm-hmm. yeah, she was born up there, over the fire station, yeah, and they had they had the reels back then, yeah, and um, well, I, we went to the smart, uh, over here at the Princess Theater here in Murfreesboro. And that was the, the uh, place that your moms and dads would drop you off at. They yes. would do all their shopping downtown. And we'd get to see the Durango Kid. Now, the Durango Kid is one of my favorites. And, and they had somebody that would actually announce, Now, kids, here comes the Durango yes. Kid. Well, the Durango Kid never made it on grit, though. 
No. Yes, yes, yes. Durango he, Kid is on Grit. Is that right? Yes, yes. Well, well I've seen him on Me TV, Memorial Entertainment Television. Yeah. You see him a lot of that. But what I like now about Me TV is they're bringing back the old 1950s war show, like, um, uh, what was it, High. Well, there was combat. Combat, was the shows, and then um, the, the, the airplane movies, and oh yeah, well, the Black the Sheep had that. a series for about three years. Yeah, TV so series. I get to watch them a lot. Warren Gill, I'll be coming to Murfreesboro tomorrow if you want me to be on your show. Just a thought. That's pretty nice. We're, we're getting a lot of people that want to be on. The very last part of our uh, show. Well, it's the it, end it, of the era. Actually, today's the end of the era because Greg and I—I I mean, we're calling it quits today. Why? <laughs> we're going on national television. Yeah, we got a better offer. Oh, so this is really not yeah. classy but, enough for you guys. Yeah. But well, we got a call on the line. Okay, caller, welcome aboard. Truman. Yes. This is Sam Beatty, and I think. Hey Sam. Hey, Marty Luffman. How are you? Hey, uh, I think the name of the theater in Smyrna was Regal. What's what? Say that again, honey. I missed it. I think I'm sorry. I have my early morning voice. Uh, I got you. I think the name of the theater in Smyrna was Regal. Regal. R-E-G-A-L. That might be right. I don't remember. That, that does sound familiar, hon. Yeah, I think that's what the name of it was. I uh, used to go on Saturday nights and watch Western movies. Oh, you're right with us. <laughs> yeah, I grew was up that in the Smyrna. only I mean, I, theater in Smyrna? That's the only one I ever remember. Was there a drive-in? No, the drive-in was, was walk up on, in. On, the, Look, on the new road. They had the restaurant on top. 70. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember that's that the only, one. That, I, that was the drive-in I went to, and then there was one out on Shebbeville Highway, too. Later, well, at the Regal, on, you would see a lot of uh, Air Force people the, that would go there. Yeah. Yes, the Regal was down on Front Street. Yeah. Down from the grocery stores, and, and it kind of sat alone. I think there was a doctor's office in the back. There was, where the old newspaper office was, where... Mason later, Tucker yeah, had his office. Was, that was the doctor's office. That was later after I was gone, but I think it was one there. I think it was Dr. Goodall that was That's right. back there when he, he first yeah. came to Smyrna. Yeah. That's where one and of Smyrna's police officers was dating one of the girls over there, and we hid his car when he went in. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously a good friend. Yes. <laughs> there, there was a nice little tavern there on Front Street that was a little rough. Snake I mean, pit. Yeah, the snake pit. I went in there <laughs> a bunch of times. There was another one in a white building. There was a white building there that sold alcoholic beverages. But they were right, right next on the same street from the two grocery stores. That was on Front Street. Yeah. Then there was a grocery stores across the railroad track on the other side well let me ask you this do you remember when the depot had a pond in front of it no 
I don't. After a I big rain, I rode the school bus by there every day, but now that was in the fifties. Yeah, they they used it uh, because um, Smyrna, unlike uh, other towns with depots, was not what they called a jerkwater town. It had a pipe that would uh, use suction and vacuum to fill up the train when it came through. Yeah, but jerk I don't water. remember where you get that. It's when they jerk down the spigot on the water tank right. and stick it in the top of the locomotive. Thank you, Greg, for explaining that to Truman. Yeah. For me. It's embarrassing some of the questions he asked, you know. Yeah, he didn't know what a I jerk guess, water boy was, probably. I guess they were. <laughs> is, that, is that for the steam? I remember that. I'm not mechan mechanically minded. The water was to make steam for the engine? Was it to make steam for the engine? Yeah, well, that's what it was for. for yeah. Years and yeah. years ago, okay. they had a boiler. Yeah. yeah. I rode yeah. in a train yeah. that did that. You rode in a boiler? I rode on a train that did that. Oh, okay. That used he rode in the jerk water. As far as he, knows. <laughs> he, well, was, he was the jerk water. <laughs> yeah. Let me get, you mentioned the name Mason Tucker. Tell the listeners who Mason Tucker was. Mason Tucker was probably one of the best newspaper men for publishing exactly what people wanted to read, wanted to hear, and he could divide it up accordingly. He was the last publisher of the Rutherford Courier. Right. Which in its later last years was more or less a Smyrna newspaper, wasn't it? Y'all are starting to bore me. Take a break, guys. We're starting to bore you. You know why we bore from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Carly Henry, and I love Adams Place. The food is very good, and we're playing our card games and then we're looking and thinking it's about supper time. And all we have to do is go down and take our seats and wait to be waited on. And that's a far cry from what all of us have done when we had to go home from work and cook dinner for a family. I would encourage my friends to come to Adam's Place because it's a good choice. Hello, this is Greg Tidwell from Bell Jewelers in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Bell Jewelers services all brands of watches. All of that is done right here at Bell Jewelers. So bring your watches to us for any battery need or crystal replacement, stemming crowns, put a new band on it. We have a great selection of watch bands. So if you think of watches, you think of Bell Jewelers, we'll take care of you. Come by and see us at Bell Jewelers at 821 Northwest Broad Street. We're across the street from Toots. Hi, this is Bob Cornell, pastor of Covenant Church right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. The answer that you've been looking for is found in Jesus and what he accomplished at the cross. You see, Jesus changes lives from the inside out. We would love for you to join us at Covenant Church, located at 1124 Brinkley Ave right here in Murfreesboro. We have services Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. and Tuesdays at 7 p.m. You can learn more about us at our Cornell Ministries YouTube channel. We want you to grow in Christ at Covenant Church. 
Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few scattered rain showers possible late this afternoon. Otherwise, partial sunshine develops. We'll see high in the upper 60s. South winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour at times, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 56. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896 40 100 or go see a movie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline 896-4100 or go see a movie.com. Premier 6 on Broad in Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at wgnsradio.com. And welcome back. Um, everybody's wanting to know who's going to take my place, and Greg has announced that he's going to do that. No. A- and yes, you have. No and uh, he, he, he not only is going to do it Monday through Friday, but also Saturday. So it's going to be six days a week that Greg is going to do it. And I don't know. I, I should have told Mentriette that uh, Saturday yeah. when I was over there, and she was giving me uh, the pears and Things like that. Yeah, well, you know, after knowing your dietary habits, she wants to be sure you get a little fruit somewhere along the line. Bless her heart. Something healthy, a little nutrition. Yeah. Uh, and he's making up all that story. Me, I'm going. Wait a minute, you're the one that asked for it. I'm going out of state for two weeks, and I have no idea what No, you're not. That. No, you're not. You're not going out of state. Oh, I'm not. You're traveling from one state to the other. Oh, I'm not going out of all states. I'm going out of Tennessee for a while. Yeah. It, it's hard to get accurate information from him. Bless his heart. It's, it's hard to Well, no, it, uh, it's very easy to know when Truman's making it up. Well, you have uh, gone on and you have developed many, many friends uh, over the last 11 years. I know that. And, you know, and, and that's, been, that's been very special. Well, being on the show with you has always been the way I pin every week. I know Monday I know what I'm going to be doing. That's going to change. I'm not sure what's going to happen now. Yeah, what are you going to do? I've had a lot of people ask me that. Uh, let's see. I've still got cattle. Yeah? Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day, said, uh, how come they were from out west? And we talk about having cattle. Whenever I talk to someone who's got a farm in Tennessee, they talk about having cows. Mm-hmm. Are cows and cattle the same? I said, no. Tennessee, we have cows. Yeah. <laughs> this was one of the uh, biggest milk-producing state in, in the country at one time. Right Every, over off I-24, uh, the largest milk-producing farm was right you know where battle road is right over there mm-hmm. it 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 had thousands of milk cows and the silos are still there well, a lot of the milking barns i've got on my farm a milking barn uh just about every farm had at least a small 
dairy herd. Yeah. Because that was that was easy cash. That was instant money. Not easy. Nobody works harder than a dairy dairy farmer. But uh, it was cash every week. So that was very important. Yeah. Right. You yeah. sent the milk out by the milk bar on the side of the road. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. And they'd they'd pick it up and would it'd be a cash crop right there. I have my get hit that. That. When, get uh, when the cans were delivered over at Carnation, you got a check, or you yeah. got cash. Yeah. Did you ever get hit in the face with a frozen tail while you was milking? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> I did. It was awful For milking in the winter time, and those old tails would be. Just frozen solid with water and manure and mud. You'd be down there milking. Next thing you know, boy, whap, right up beside the face. Some guys learn how to protect themselves. Yeah, they tied a brick to them. <laughs> you hook some, uh, tie it to their leg. Uh-huh. <laughs> Marty, uh, when did you go into the insurance business? 1975. Oh, my. I have never seen one of your big placards on the interstate as I was driving down. Marty Luffin. He only sells to his friends. He's not trying to attract out-of-staters. I, I was a local insurance agent. I mean, Smyrna and Laverne served me well. They, mm-hmm. they were so good to me, so kind to me. And I've had a lot of people ask me, since I've had the accident, am I going to retire now? No, I'm not going to retire. Some of the best years, best times, are when I'm in my office and people come by and talk and we chat. We talk about the history of Smyrna and Laverne. Do you know what the name of Laverne was before? Don't you answer because you know. <laughs> Truman? <laughs> what was the name of Laverne before it was Laverne? Waldron City. Wrong again. Well, a good guess. Give him credit it was, for that. It was a decent guess. Yeah, a yeah. decent guess. It was named Buchananville but, uh, because the postmaster there was named Buchanan. Wait a minute now. Laverne was not a city when it became Laverne. Okay. It was kind of like... We had, we had to do their uh, law enforcement work back when I was uh, in the early 1970s. It was okay. not a city yet. See, that's that's probably falls right in line with all those communities on Murfreesboro Road because there was Una right up the road mm-hmm. from you. Yeah, and that was a community. That was in Davidson County. It's Davidson yeah. County, but it was just up the road. Somewhere. Well, you know why Una got its name? Why? The postmaster had a girlfriend. Her name was Una. So they named the community. You know. He named the community. Yeah. The postmasters named and renamed quite a few. You were talking about Hillsborough. We have several, for instance, Midland was Middleton. Yeah. And when the post office started setting up the rural offices, there's too many Middletons around Tennessee, so it yeah. became Midland. Yep. And the same thing over there with uh, Big Springs. Why don't you tell them where the community called Lockland came from? The Lock family. Right. Now, the Lock family, I, it's the only thing I got him on one time, a long, long time ago. But Lockland, uh, Mr. Colonel Weekly, who here 
you know, Wickley Lane is named after mm-hmm. and all that land over there was, well, he and his wife moved to Nashville. Her maiden name was Locke, so she created a whole community. It's still there in East it's Nashville. Still, it's right up against the right. Shelby Park over right there. Right up there next to Shelby. And uh, the big spring, which accounted for the placement of the house, is still there. Uh, they're afraid to build around it, I think, because it's still a grown-up, thick area there. But, yeah, the Locke family was a very, very wealthy family. Very wealthy. And uh, at one time, the East Nashville was a separate city. Yes. Uh, and uh, they moved to Bellmead. He chased the some of the old families of Bellmead all came out of East Nashville as it changed. It was yeah, it was an interesting time back then. Now, <coughs> Weekly built a King, was it King John's house? You you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah. He built that for his wife, but they never lived in it, not one time. Why did he build it then? Well, I can't explain that, but I got a feeling it had to do with his wife not wanting to live in Smyrna. Now that was a bad decision. Well, didn't you live in Lachlan Springs? Yeah, in that area. Yeah. It was, that area was named after a lot of generals, you know, like Shelby and... and Well, the tradition back in the early days of the state was any new names has to be a veteran. Right. And uh, created some confusion. For instance, Bradley School was named for a veteran. had nothing to do with anybody in that area. It was just a name that uh, hadn't been used yet. Omar they, Bradley? Uh, you're oh. a little bit later. Oh. It's a little bit later. You remind me of something I ought to note, too. The, uh, one of the uh, achievements of the Ketron administration with my involvement is the tax abatement program for historic preservation in Oakhurst, which uh, was one of the original homes on the Woodbury Turnpike now. Uh, East Main Street mm-hmm. has been approved for the abatement and we'll be doing some very, very substantial work, uh, more of a preservation, physical preservation nature. Uh, but Oakhurst was a uh, Leland Jordan, a very prominent lawyer following the Civil War period, built a home there for uh, his farm residence and it now is in the old city. Uh, on Cherry Lane. That's a good trivia question. What was the original name of Cherry Lane? A little street, uh, very fine homes just off East Main. It was Elrod Street. It's not Cherry Lane anymore, is it? It's still Cherry Lane. Is he? Yeah, that's the address there. I thought uh, it was something else now. Well, yeah. I think it's Cherry Lane right off of 231. Then it changes. That's Walter Hill. Oh, you're uh, talking yeah. about another Cherry Lane. Yeah. Oh, okay. Downtown. downtown Murfreesboro, right, yeah. close to, right next to Central High School. Just about a block over or two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but Cherry Lane, um, the Elrod family eventually owned the Oakhurst farm. And uh, during the Depression, got into serious trouble, mm-hmm. financial. So they divided it up into, I think, 12 lots. Eventually, all the lots were sold. One lot was the front yard of the old mansion. <laughs> mm-hmm. In 1949, someone bought that lot and built another house. So you, if you go on Cherry Lane, you'll see squeezed in behind 
is uh, with very little distance between them, the newer house built in the 1949 and the old mansion, which is 140 years old. But uh, I think zoning was a little different back in those days. Oh, I noticed in the paper that uh, Jim Smith's uh, uh, wife's sister, um, uh, somehow she, uh, Jim Smith's wife, she, she was Murdoch, that uh, one of her family members died, and I didn't get a chance to well, let them know. Jim Smythe has one of the most impressive buildings on East Main. Yeah, beautiful building. Critchlow yeah. building. Yeah. Yeah. He showed that to me when he was in the process of renovating it and everything. Um, there's a lot of the construction workers that won't go up on the third floor in that house. As well as haunted. He told me <laughs> he, he offered you $100 to spend the night there, and you well, refused. Oh, no, I did not refuse. Oh, no, I was willing to do it. I was going to sleep on the third floor. By yourself. You have to do it by, by yourself. By myself. I was going to do it. And for whatever reason, that did not materialize. I don't know why, but it didn't happen. But he, I couldn't, told him, he couldn't get back a hole. But I, don't re I don't remember the $100, though. I would, oh, the $100 is part of it. Well, I offered. I told him I'd do it. So, but it just never happened. I was, I was really excited about that. It, uh, supposedly, some young people have seen it, but they were in numbers when they were in the uh, third floor. Yeah. And you know, Sarah Bell and Gordon Bell have a, a ghost in their upper floor. I, I've heard that. I haven't talked to him, but I've heard that. Yeah. Dan Whittle took a picture of the stairs because it was so beautiful. Yeah, he sent that. Me, Greg? Yeah, I think I did. Okay. Yeah, Greg sent it to me. That was uh, that was an interesting picture right there. Yeah, yeah. He uh, nobody would believe him though, but but it, you could you could see it just as plain as day. I saw it. I didn't have any trouble seeing it. But a lot of people. Um, you gotta be. A, said, you gotta be a believer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you believe what you. You see what you want to believe. I will tell people, I have actually seen a ghost. And it looked like my brother, who was 18 when he was killed. And uh, when Jackie and I were living over in Riverbend, I was shaving one morning to get, get ready to go to work. And he just stood right in the doorway smiling at me. And then, poof, he was gone. Yeah. I'm, I'm not scared to tell that story. People know I'm crazy anyway, but anyway, it, it, it is the truth. You've never made up a story in your life. Never right? made up never a story. Never made, except I, about 10 minutes ago. I believe, <laughs> in being, I believe in being honest all the time. Now, yeah. I have a newspaper person who is right behind my uh, right side, and he's sitting right in that, and then I know that they're going to turn it into some kind of crazy well, person it's got to make it interesting yeah yeah by the way that's dan upright with us this morning how do you spell upright d-a-n oh upright e-p-r-i-g what g-h and that's right upright marty may be my only friend who brings his newspaper coverage yeah. with him when he goes somewhere. <laughs> <He's so shy. laughs> 
<laughs> He's good copy. Yeah. It's been a strange show. Of course, I knew when Marty got here, it was going to be strange. Bless his heart. Well, I knew last week when we worked the details yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, but you, you should come down to the Rutherford County Historical Meeting when we have it at the depot. Now, we'll have a strange meeting down there, Wait too. a minute. That's not what I've heard. The one in Murfreesboro is the Rutherford County Historical Association. The one in Smyrna over there is the Rutherford County Hysterical Association. Well, I, th I think it's something like that. Well, we voted at the last board meeting to have one in Smyrna. Yeah. You're my witness. You were there. Yeah, it was approved, and that was also the first meeting where our newest member of the board attended, which was Marty. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Marty, I advocated getting Marty on because I want somebody with good detailed knowledge of Smyrna to be part of the County Historic Society. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, uh, a, it's, it's a tremendous honor being on the board for the Rutherford County Historical It's a tremendous honor. So now you will have a place in the... What's that, the Smyrna uh, uh, funeral place there? Uh, what is that? Huh? No, no, I'm not talking about the... Uh, the, the uh, what is he talking about? I'm, I'm talking about the, the burial place there. Oh, Mapleview? Mapleview, yes. Yeah, Mapleview. I've already paid Woodfins for my funeral up front. It's I have to. I have to. And let me tell you, mine's going to be awesome because I paid for a, a a meal for everybody that comes, appetizers, the whole nine yards. See, that's how different you and I are. I've paid for all of my stuff, and my only expenses after you know the barrel and all that's being next to Jackie and and uh, and uh, everything is there except for my date of death and the officers who will surround that area and not let anybody in to visit. Not me. I want them all. I'm afraid there. somebody will do something to me after oh, I'm gone. <laughs> well, here's what we got planned yeah. for me because I was really excited about it when I heard about it. Well, tell me the date so I can get it on the calendar. I don't want to miss any of this. I've got, I've got the date. <laughs> uh, now, I want to be cremated. Oh, no. Did you you didn't see the there was a James Bond movie? I saw that where he got caught in that cremation, or yeah. they put him in there. Yeah, and and it was burning up all around him until he told him he had the diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. Diamonds are forever was the name of the movie. No, I, I want to be cremated because I've got a, a burial ground on my farm where my horses are. Hmm. I've got like four of my favorite horses buried out there, and and I got two left. My rodeo horse, the one I travel with, all the he he's like getting on up there in age, and so I hopefully I can have him buried out there before I go. But I want to be my ashes scattered over the horses' graves out there. You I, think they would like that? I'm yeah. smiling. I <laughs> uh, hope you've written that into your will. I did actually. Good, good. I'll make it binding. I got a I got an estate attorney that gets a big grin every time we talk. Every time we 
I call him. He calls me. He's hearing bells. He, he's ching, 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 yeah, ching. Right. Sure he is. And I got to say, he's a good attorney for me. <coughs> well, we got to wrap up the show. Mentor Ed, I just want to tell you, enjoy your trip with Greg, and that's going to be a that's going to be a special trip for you guys. That's that's pretty. Uh, uh, I've never taken a trip that far away from the country. Well, I wanted to celebrate finally winding things up with Truman, so we can yeah. go a little bit of a trip. Yeah, she's celebrating. He's celebrating being away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Is it my time to buy today, or is it yours? Oh, it's my time. Yeah, it's my time. I think it's Truman, i got to say that for a lot of years, and I don't know how long I've been listening, but I picked up on your the show because of him. Mm-hmm. I accidentally Who's turned him? it on. They had, because of you, Greg. Okay. You're, you're Greg. I'm him occasionally. So okay. I'll help you. But uh, I would listen to Trade Time on WGNS every morning when people would call in. Yeah. And so I left the radio on, and then I heard you coming on talking about history, mm-hmm. and I became a fan right off. I had to, I mean, I couldn't miss a show when he was on there. Of course. And so I became a big fan of his and followed him and started buying his books and reading that. Finally, I got to meet him one day. I got to meet the great Greg Tucker, mm-hmm. and it was like shaking hands with uh President Reagan. It was oh, one of those on. things. Like, Talk about over the top. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think we're I all thought, I, thought, I, th- I really thought that you were a Democrat. Uh, I don't know why, but I always thought that you were uh, uh, that you liked Clinton and we all Biden and and all of those. <laughs> why do you want to leave the show telling a lie? I mean, we've been sitting here shooting straight all morning long. You and I have. But I wanted yeah. to put a little. I want to put a little color in your face, Mark. Well, you did. You see it light up? Yeah, I love it. Uh, I guess we better go since that's. I was going to tell you one more there. thing. Yeah. I started following him, and yeah. so I, I picked up on the show. Uh huh. But Dan Whittle used to write a column for the Daily News Journal. Yeah. And his was historical. And no, really, his was hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so I started following him, and i got to say I met two of the greatest influences in my life between Greg and, and Dan Whittle. They, they gave me, well, I guess you'd call it fodder for my new ideas and stuff like that. Well, you, you used to go over uh, uh, off of Bradleville Road. Jay, uh, Dan Whittle was doing a story over at, at the uh, place where they would um, all uh, go clothless. Uh, they wouldn't have any clothes on, and they would. Dan carried his guitar with him because he couldn't go in without with, with clothes on. He, said he took you there. You are really a hoot. We're fixing to shut down the show. Yeah. And he's <laughs> making up stories again. Making up one right after the other. Oh, come on. Yeah. Well, let's go. I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to go to sleep. He's talking about Rock Haven. Yeah, yeah. I know what he's talking about. They're good neighbors. Great. That's out in my area. That's his area. Yeah, they're good neighbors. All right, guys, we're off the show. From NAC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. 
on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 